Let's press record. Welcome to SETI Shopper. This is a podcast where we work out what's the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. See, that's the opposite of hello, but that's a natural opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So things that don't have a natural opposite are things like maple syrup. Ooh, I think we might have done maple syrup. Go on, check it. I will, but you need to cover and fill as I check. Tell okay. me about your week. I will cover myself in maple no, syrup don't and do fill that. myself with pancakes. Um, I My week has been a busy week. I believe. Have we? I thought we missed a week. Didn't we miss last we week? We did. Yes, that was my fault. Yeah, that was your fault. So it's been two weeks, and in that two weeks, all manner of excitement is done. I took a workshop, the Talent Factory, and I taught them all about how to use social media. And the entire time, I was going, "Look, I don't do this, but this is what I should do." Yeah. I go, I don't do this, but this is what I should do. Did, um, did you cause... give it back? You said you took the workshop. Did you give it back? No, oh, I took it. You thief among thieves. I don't know what that means. I, You're an idiot. I've done nothing for two weeks other than stare at editing video and... Yeah. And you've done. You made nice videos. He showed me his pretty videos. It's well, I don't know if it's pretty. It's it's You've got me in them. Some of them. Oh, it must be brilliant then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it must be fantastic. Very pretty for that reason. Yeah. Alone. It, well, I was in Essex last night, and everybody sounded like Essex people. Like, all right. Well, and I was I like, Essex, oh my god. Isn't it? They all talk a bit high as well, don't they? In Essex. No, no, they what All the men was. They were talking like that, and I was just like, oh my god, it's like it's like doing my other. Other voice, but I'm here. Uh, okay, the only way is Essex, apparently. Which, uh, which well, if you're going north, is rubbish. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Depends where you're coming you from, I guess. Far Essex, exactly. If you're coming from Brighton, maybe you wouldn't go that or, way. Or like, eh, probably not. But if you came from like north, no. If you came from the sea, Kent. There you go. <laughs> came from Kent. It's if, like the sea, isn't if it? If you're In one Kent. big, huge Kentian. Yeah, but it, it's it, it amuses me because when I talk, if I try and make myself seem more everyman rather. than than my actual posh. The trouble is, I try and do my actual posh, and posh people look at me and go, "Darling, no." <laughs> uh, so this is the way I you're, sound. You're a weird hybrid. But if I if I try and sound a bit more, you know, like yeah, I'll do this, and I'll be like, yeah, what, yeah. When I do my or old man bit... voice, I go all a bit Essex as well. I don't know why. I'm an exactly. old man, is he? I'm an old man. There's only a couple of those in in the in the show, so it's quite a young, funky audience. It was young and funky. Talking of young and funky, Jamie wants to know what is the opposite of a tongue piercing. I thought we'd better get on with the actual podcast. Sorry. Oh yeah, opposite of a tongue piercing is a boiled sweet on the tongue. Oh no, it's not. It's sucking a rollo polo, sucking a polo. To get it really thin. Isn't that amount to the same thing, though? you still got that clickety-clacking noise in your mouth. Exactly, but it doesn't last as long, and it's minty. Well, let me tell you something. We have worked out that the opposite of a tongue, if I can find it, is a nasal cavity. So it's got to be something in the nasal cavity, hasn't it? Or something not in the nasal cavity. A finger picking your nose. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Trouble is we got to that conclusion far too quickly. (laughs) 
just do more, Simon. Just do more. Let's rattle through them. We've got loads. All right. Tongue piercing. The opposite of tongue piercing is picking your nose. Right. So William wants to know, and this is a thing apparently, what is the opposite of deep fried Battenberg cake? Now, that is revolting. Well, yeah. They do it in the icing as well. So a, yeah. a Battenberg well, cake, just so anyone knows, is that pink and yellow checkerboard cake that's Where wrapped in almond icing. History? I guess Why it's is from it called Battenberg. I guess it's from Battenberg. No, it's not. There's it's, it's celebrate a battle, I believe. All right. Well, I can't remember. I can't remember. It was on Bake Off once, so you need to find the history out. Go find the history. Simon's finding history times, and Izzy's gonna eat a sweet. Right. While the cake originates in England, its exact origins are unclear. With early recipes using the alternative names Domino Cake or the Neapolitan Ooh. Roll, which makes sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, it was purportedly named in honour of the marriage of Princess Victoria. It's a marriage, to not a battle. Prince Louis she- of Battenberg. There you go. And its name refers to the town of Battenberg. There you go. A marriage is like a battle. It's not from Battenberg, though, is it, Simon? You see, if you make these assumptions, you'll be wrong. So it is basically uh, yellow and pink sponge cake with... Wrapped in marzipan. And apricot jam in between the the checkerboards. And it's only only four, isn't it? So it's only... It's not a checkerboard. It's like yellow, pink. Yeah, that's got a name, isn't it? It's got a name like Chevron, but not Chevron. No. Hadron. It's not Hadron um, Collider, no. It's a Battenberg Hadron So what they do is they then dip that in batter and then deep fry it. Yeah, like you would with... Until the batter's cooked. Any kind a of... cheeseburger or pizza, yeah. if you're a Scottish or a Mars bar. Or a Mars bar. It doesn't surprise me that they do this. Um, Japanese do it with vegetables, weirdos. And then Ooh. tempura. I don't think this will be tempura batter, though. I believe it will be, you know... It's batter. Batter. Yeah, pancake batter. Batter. Pretty much. Yeah. Batter. 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 A batter of the Battenberg. Yeah, not like a cricket batter. So I would say suggest it would be a very healthy food that's also slightly weird all healthy food is weird that's not true pomegranates aren't weird they're really weird pomegranates are like alien eggs how could a pomegranate be considered they look like tonsils well they look like your tonsils (laughs) my tonsils well not not recently gosh that's a hark back to my uh, my ailing diseasey healthness Yeah. I, I, uh, okay. Anyway. So, um, I would suggest mm-hmm. that it is some sort of healthy, stupid, like health food type thing, but is pretending to be well. Either should it be a health food that's pretending to be naughty but isn't naughty, or should it be a health food which is just going, this is really good for you? I'd suggest it is a fiber one chocolate bar because they were going cheap in Waitrose. I would suggest it's a McDonald's salad. Which which one? There are thousands now. Well, just a general McDonald's salad because they look like they're healthy, but they're actually really, 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 really calorific. But but that doesn't make any sense because the Battenberg cake looks like it's unhealthy and disgusting. It is unhealthy and disgusting. So we need something that looks like it's healthy and is healthy. No, no, a Battenberg, a deep fried Battenberg cake is incredibly healthy. Is it? Because you don't no, eat sorry. it. You don't eat it. Well, you don't eat it, but I imagine that people... What? Okay, what is something somebody doesn't eat that is very, very healthy for you? Um, Oxygen. No, no, because too much oxygen is actually really bad for you. Well, too much of anything is yeah. bad for you. I know, but how about... I want to say something on the lines of, but not, pak choy, because pak choy people eat and it's nice. 
kale similar people eat it um something like that that's in the vegetable section that you never see anybody but yeah yeah because it's put on everything and no one particularly eats it do they they always put it slightly to one side that looks nice but it doesn't particularly they'll put it over there it doesn't taste particularly nice either i saw a picture of someone's they went to a different cafe for their for their uh, scrambled eggs on toast and it came on a wooden board the toast was on one side of the board sprinkled with chives on the other side of the board was slices of avocado there was a dollop of scrambled eggs in the middle of the board and a little pot of sauce why would you do that because all that is just going to get really cold really quickly yeah well, it's on a wooden board, so it'll get... Uh, but you can't heat the wooden board if it's on a hot plate. But then scrambled eggs is difficult, you know. They're difficult to serve at the right temperature because you don't want to cook them too Especially hot. Especially if you dump side. them in the middle of a wooden board 10 miles from the toast. Well, you see, I've, I when I make scrambled eggs, I tend to not put it on the toast. Oh, that's controversial. Well, I tend to... Sometimes I have them without toast. Well, I've, I've, I have scrambled eggs without toast. Your scrambled egg recipe, by the way. Not recipe, but technique, really, isn't it? It's yeah, not recipe. It's Basically, it's it's basically eggs. There is a recipe. <laughs> Go slowly, low heat and yeah. slow. Very, very low heat. Yeah, and take if you hear any noise, take it off. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's proper good. Yeah. So the opposite of what we're doing, deep fried batter cake, is parsley. parsley. I want to say that dill was a close runner up. Oh, dill. Oh, I might, I might do an amendment. The opposite of deep no, fried batter no, no, cake. No, no, you can't, oh. you can't, you can't do the amendment. Ah, oh, dill. No, I like dill though. Dill's really good in tuna. And the tuna mayonnaise. Fishy. Dill yeah. is lovely. Really good dill. Uh, Nikki wants to know what is the opposite. Well, she initially wants to know what the opposite of zombies is, but we've done that. Yeah, we've done Listen the opposite up, of zombies. Um, I'll tell you what it is. You don't need to tell us. No, I don't want to say. So the should... opposite of zombies tell is us what ghosts. Episodes. Yeah. That's from episode 36, where you also find out what the opposite of Margaret Thatcher is. <laughs> uh, so instead, Nikki wants to know, what's the opposite of Bill Murray? Ooh. Oh, exactly. Now, Bill Murray is like a very well-respected... Utterly charming, but but not but You see, you say this, but time. I never... I never... Oh, the only thing I've seen him in is Ghostbusters, where he gets sucked off by a ghost. He does not. It's the only thing I've seen with him. And that one, which apparently is a really good film, that I don't remember watching, but I definitely watched. Broken Flowers. We watched that. Yeah. That was really good. We watched Broken Flowers. We've seen in track Groundhog Day. Oh, God, I, I think Day. Bill Murray could seduce us both. Well, yeah, given enough time and him stalking us for ages. No, that's... That, that that, no, that's so, stalking. So far. Sorry, you say you're sorry. No, no, Living the same day over and over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the point. That's he what he's his, doing. He learns. He learns. He doesn't. His lesson. He learns. He learns it's possible to manipulate somebody into liking you by lying. No, he to doesn't. Them. Yeah. No, that's that, what he, he learns. learns that that isn't possible. It's only when he becomes himself that she becomes interesting. Yeah, but himself now includes being able to do beautiful ice sculptures. Yeah, he becomes a different person over the 80 or 90 years that he lives. Might even Just be so more than that. so he can bonk someone. Bonk. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of effort for a bonk. But he bonks other people in the meantime. Bonking is a very funny word. I'm sorry. But, it's, it's such... but those people, you see, the people he bonks where he's just using them for sex, that that's fine. Yeah, if they're into it the same way as he is, of course. 
But anyway, all nineties, eighties, nineties films are dodgy sexual politics. All like like it's a really dodgy scene in the Breakfast Club, as you outlined on that Flickster podcast oh, you went on. Yeah, there's a really dodgy sexual politics in Dead Poets Society. Very. That is literally. Hey, she's passed out. I'm going to kiss her because this is going to show me what sort of man I am. Which is, yeah, you're a pervert, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really weird when you watch that, and then the like the the big like you know her her boyfriend comes and beats him up and you're just like yeah 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 he but should. you're supposed to feel sorry for the beaty up person aren't you i know the you're just like up no no because i i identify with the woman here fuck you yeah quite right but yeah it's 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 really odd watching films like that again and going oh that's a bit dodgy <laughs> it's like weird like the lion king like I was watching um, L.A. Law, the first series of L.A. Law, the the main character, Harry Hamlin, uh, is trying to seduce, I think, Sybil Shepherd, someone like that. And she goes, no, I'm married, leave me alone. And he spends the whole series trying to bonk her. And he's like, well, you know, and every time she says, no, I'm married, no, I'm married, no, I'm married, no, I'm married, no, I'm married. <sighs> anyway, whatever, the, not whatever, that, no, bad, naughty. But what is the opposite of Bill Murray? I have a thought of what the opposite of Bill Murray is. In my head, it's, um, Helen Mirren, but I don't know why. Oh, that's not bad. I was thinking James But they're Corden. very similar. James Corden. Oh, God. Because he's utterly charmless, not particularly funny, <laughs> uh, not particularly discerning about what he Simon has does. opinions. I do have yeah. opinions, and I have a podcast in which I can express my opinions to half a dozen people. <laughs> Well, you've got more downloads than that, Simon, you said. But whether they listen or not, they might just download. I, I was being self-effacing, Isabel. Yeah, but I know, but you're being self-effacing. You're dragging me down with you. Oh. I'm... I'm... I, I like to. Well, all right. I, mean, I would say. Of, of, I would say several. We're we're in. We're guys. We're into the five digits, okay? Of our podcast no, listeners. Four digits. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we're not five. Of our podcast <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Half a dozen of them listen to me. That's fair. The rest listen to you as well. Is it Slimer? Is the opposite of Bill Murray oh, Slimer? Now Slimer is based on John Belushi, isn't it? That's. I don't that, know because John I don't Belushi. Know who that is. John Belushi. Yeah, you do. He was in Blues Brothers yeah. with Dan Aykroyd. Um, oh yeah, he was good. Gonna... Dan Aykroyd is in both films. Though. Yes, but it, uh, but they couldn't get John Belushi. No, no, so Belushi died slimed. before he was going to be in. Oh, so he was actually the ghost of John Belushi. He was the ghost of John Belushi. Yeah, is that why he gives Bill Murray a blowjob? He doesn't give Bill Murray a blowjob. <laughs> Bill Murray doesn't get a blowjob yeah. in that film. You're thinking of Dan okay. Aykroyd. Oh yeah, he sucks Dan up. Which is actually a dream sequence that was filmed, but they put it into the film as part of the flash. Uh, part of the, the montage anyway so that my 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 thought is the opposite of bill murray is james Corden. i would say you're wrong the opposite of bill murray is katie price katie price can be quite charming and she's quite funny i think that bill murray can be quite uncharming and not funny <laughs> well that's true of everybody yeah but um well i mean the thing with bill murray is he just gets photographed a lot looking glum with people looking excited around him because he's a normal guy who just walks around like a normal person apparently if you want to book bill murray to be in your film i don't know if this is true anymore but for a time um you've phoned up uh, a 1800 number which is like a, a, a messaging service and you say uh will you be in my film and uh he never gets back to you but if he wants to be in your film he just turns up on the first day and that's what happened with space jam apparently he just turned up having not actually agreed audition. to do the film or whatever. What you wouldn't need to well, audition that... Bill Murray, would you? But 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 the point is, they sort of thought Bill Murray hasn't got back to us. So that's a no. So we'll hire another actor who gets really excited and works really hard. Who gets yeah, but shit that, all over that actor might be Ricky Gervais or 
James Corden. Yeah, but it also might be like somebody you like, like Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd hasn't been in a film for a long time. Okay. Bill Murray's alive, isn't he? Yes. Yes. I would say his name is William Murray. Very Irish His name. brother is called Brian, and he's often in Bill Murray films. Ah. You'd recognise him if you saw him. I'm just trying to... There's, there's something about the name Murray. Is it Murray Walker? <laughs> maybe maybe Murray Walker is the opposite of Bill Murray, because Murray Walker is really excited and lovely all the time. Yeah. And also gets his facts completely wrong in a hilarious way. So Murray Walker, the, the ex-Formula One commentator. Yeah. And Nigel Mansell. Him. He uses the word penultimate a lot. Penultimate. It's the penultimate lap. He probably doesn't even know what it means. He also says he also says things like, I wouldn't like to be sitting in Alan Prost's shoes right now. That's true. Sit in his shoes. But we we probably know more of his commentary from the Formula One ninety seven PlayStation game than actual yes. commentary. Yes, with with Martin Brundle sounding really bored next to him. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so is it very specifically Murray Walker's commentary track from Formula 197 PlayStation game? Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because weirdly, at the same time playing that, I was also playing Casper. Casper. On the PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yeah, Casper, the game, it's a really bad game on the PlayStation. And uh, that reminds me a lot of um, Bill Murray because it's about ghosts. Bill Murray's never been a ghost. Oh, you mean Ghostbusters? I'm with you. Sorry. Casper would have been rubbish in Ghostbusters. I know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of Bill Murray is Murray Walker's commentary track from the Formula 197 PlayStation game. Therefore, this week we have figured out that the opposite of tongue piercing is picking your nose, that the opposite of deep fried Battenberg cake is parsley, not dill, and that the opposite of Bill Murray is Murray Walker's commentary track from the 1997 Formula 197 PlayStation game. <laughs> you may plug your other podcasts. Um, I do several podcasts. One of them is called The Zedist Deadlist, about obscure people from history. The latest episode isn't quite obscure. It is about Bazalgette, except it's not really about Bazalgette. It's more about poo. It's very good. Um, uh, uh, with um, Paul Duncan McGarity, who's basically me, but male and northern. <laughs> he is more the opposite of me than Simon's the opposite of me, because we're both the same height. We wear the same glasses, isn't it? We've got exactly the same glasses. He is a man, I'm a woman. He is married, I am not. He likes to fight. I like to fight, but I like to fight jujitsu, and he fights medieval stuff with like full body armor, full contact, trying to kill each other. And he's an archaeologist, and I am not. And I also do the British Museum member. Cast, the latest episode about that is how to organise the building of a gallery, which is a nightmare. You just wouldn't do it. And I interview the man who does I it. I found that fascinating, that episode. It was really like the, everything that you have to work out to do. Oh my God, You just I just wanted to give him a hug and go, why are you doing this for a living? It's just, ins- he basically has to say it to everybody, come on, some really good ideas. We can't do any of them. Yay! <laughs> Visit Izzy.com for news and updates on the life of Izzy Lawrence, should you want such a thing. Uh, Buy my books, because I need new shoes, desperately need new shoes, so buy lots of my books. And we will be back next week, once you have followed us on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. Or just buy like six of his books and make him wear flip-flops. I want to wear flip-flops. Who wants to wear flip-flops? Goodbye. Hello!
Thank you. 